Welcome to my Pirkei Avot class, and it's wonderful to have you back. We're going to be doing Mishnah Yudalad in Perik Base. Rabbi Loza ben Aroch. Remember Rabbi Loza ben Aroch? He's a Ma'ain Hamizgaber. He's a spring, a fountain of information, of Torah. And in fact, he was the greatest of all the Talmidim of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Unfortunately, he forgot his learning. He moved to some spa town. We've spoken about it in the past. And he reached a point where he was clueless about certain aspects of Torah knowledge. In fact, he couldn't, according to one version, couldn't even read Hebrew because he had uh, so dissociated himself from Torah study. And clearly, as a result of that, he was no longer the great scholar he should have been. But that's a story for another time. Loza ben Aroch gives us his wisdom, shares with us a wonderful idea about what one should do if one wants to be a great scholar. It's not good enough to be a tzaddik. It's not good enough to be somebody who's once studied Torah and now wants to do the right thing. If you want to be the greatest of the great, if you want to achieve the levels that were achieved by Rebbe Loza ben Aroch, listen to what he says. Rebbe Loza Oimer, have a shokud lilmoid Torah. When you study Torah, You've got to make sure that you're completely dedicated and devoted to it, focused on it, immersed in it. Torah is not something that you delve into, in and out of. It's not something that you can do in your spare time. It's something that you have to devote time to and make sure that you're deeply involved with. Because Torah is not like reading a comic book. It's not information that you read on the back page of a newspaper. You know, I remember there was this, uh, um, many years ago I heard it, a Woody Allen sketch. He says he was kidnapped once and they bundled him to a car. They took him to some place in New Jersey uh, and they sent a ransom note to his parents. And his father apparently had very bad reading habits. And he takes the ransom note to bed and he reads it and halfway through he falls asleep and then he lent it out to someone else. In other words, the ransom note, I mean, that's the joke part of it. That's the humor side of it. Woody Allen is trying to tell you that something so significant, something so important, a ransom note that can help save a person's child is treated in a cursory fashion. And that's unfortunately the way we treat much of our learning, much of our study. We read it, we're not focused on it, we're distracted. Says Rabbi Loza ben Aroch, listen carefully. He says, You've got to be deeply immersed in the study of Torah. It's not something you can just do and then fall asleep halfway through because you're feeling drowsy. It's not a book that you can share with your friends. The Torah has to be something that you devote hours and hours to make sure that you're deeply involved with it intellectually and also emotionally that you are invested in Torah. This is a really important one. You know that um, there are people called apikorsim, epikorsim actually, if you're going to be completely accurate about how to pronounce it. Epicureans. There was an Epicurus who was an, a Greek. I saw an interesting pshat actually. Why the word Epicurus was adopted by Chazal as uh, the 
uh, word to describe those who don't believe in God because it has as its root, not quite, but somewhere there, the word hefker. Epicurus hefker, there's, is, there's some connection to it. Hefker means complete abandonment. I'm not involved, I'm not engaged, I don't care, it's nothing to do with me, I just live my life, I'm totally free, and I'm totally uh, not involved, not, not uh, um, devoted to, or in any way uh, engaged with the subject matter of what it means to be a true Jew. I don't believe in God because I don't believe in God because it's not important to me, I don't need to think about it. It's not a deep intellectual decision. It's not something that I decide to do because I've been through a million books and I've decided that I don't want to be Jewish. It's because it's not important to me. In fact, to the extent that I will devote my intellectual abilities to rejecting any attempt that tries to make me into a believing Jew, into a monotheist. That's what an Apikurus is. He's completely hefker. Says Rebbe Loza ben Aruch, do you want to know what studying Torah really means? Do you, do you want to know what it means to be devoted to the study of Torah? That when you are confronted with somebody who says to you, none of this has any meaning. I don't care for Torah. I don't care for anything that you're saying. It is all useless. It's all meaningless. And it all makes no sense that you should have something to say. You should have something to say in response. You should be well informed enough that you can respond. Don't live in your own bubble. However shocked you are in Torah, however immersed you are in Torah, you may not know enough to be able to respond to somebody who's knowledgeable in many other fields and spheres and areas of knowledge so that when they challenge you in your Torah knowledge that you're going to have something to say. And it's so important to be able to respond to those who challenge you. Do you really believe in Torah? Don't just believe in Torah because it's socially acceptable. Because somehow it makes sense from the, the life that you lead. The reason I believe in all this stuff, Torah mitzvahs, is because I live in a from Jewish community and that's the way people behave. Do you, do you know why I like Shabbos? Shabbos seems like a lovely thing. It seems, that's, that's not what it means to be a good believing Jew who understands the depth of Torah. You have to be somebody who knows whatever it takes. So if somebody says to you, don't keep Shabbos, Shabbos isn't a good thing, that you can say, what are you talking about? It says in Aseret Sadibris, Parshat Yisrael, Parshat Zvay Ischanon, Zohar is Yom HaShabbos Likadshoi, Shomar is Yom HaShabbos Likadshoi, that we have to do positive things in order to observe the Shabbos. We have to make sure that we abstain from certain things in order to observe the Shabbos. I know what it means to keep Shabbos. I know that it's an important thing. You have to know. I remember many years ago, I was a, a rabbi, young rabbi. I was a, an assistant rabbi in a shul in London called St. John's Wood Synagogue. And I was standing there, it was, it was Yom Kippur. You know, a lot of people come to Shul Yom Kippur who don't come the rest of the year. I'm sure you'll find that very surprising, but it's a fact. Um, one of the people there, I can't remember his name exactly. I know that he was a member of the House of Lords. And he was talking to somebody who was Sir something. And they were standing next to me in the seat that I had been given for Kol Nidre. And one was speaking to the other. I don't know how they'd got onto this discussion. They were talking about the um, origin of Judaism and how the Torah 
is the actual essence of what it means to be a Jew. And the one of them said to the other, you know what, I've heard it said that Jews are against uh, lending money for interest, usury. They're against it and that its source is in the Torah. But I, I've read through the Torah and I've never seen anything like that. The Torah doesn't speak about that. The Torah speaks about spiritual matters. The Torah speaks about things like Yom Kippur, speaks about things like believing in God, but doesn't speak about lending money. Of course, you need to lend money. You need to be able to earn interest. It's very important. I said, what are you talking about? Pashas Mishpatu. I interrupted. I, inter I interrupted their conversation. I said, Perek base in Shmois, it says, you're not allowed to lend money for interest. If you give money, you should do so to help the person you're giving the money to. And if they need the money, they'll pay you back. But you mustn't take interest. It's there in the Torah. You must be able to have an answer, have something to say, have the knowledge, be informed. When people say something which is wrong with reference to the Torah and with reference to Judaism, I told that guy, I said to him, if you want, I will lend you money and you won't have to pay me any interest. He said, I don't need your money. I said, I know, but it's important. It says in the Torah that I should lend money and that I shouldn't take interest. He looked at me as if I was crazy, but I felt I was representing the essence of Judaism. I was representing what this Mishnah says in Perik Base, Mishnah Yudala, the Perikya Ovis, on Yom Kippur, I had the opportunity of fulfilling the directive of Rebbe Loza ben Arach, and he concludes the Mishnah, One of the most important things about studying Torah is to remember who it is that instructed us, that informed us of all the information that is contained in the Torah, both Torah Shebichtav, the written Torah, Tanakh, and Torah Shebaal Peh. Why are we studying Torah? We're not just studying Torah because it gives us information. It's not just about the intellectual stimulation. Of course we are intellectually stimulated by the Torah. That goes without saying, because the Torah is an incredible source of intellectual stimulation. But if that's all it's about, we've missed the point, says Rabbi Loza ben Aruch. You've got to remember that the reason we study Torah, right now we're having this shir, this Pirkei Ovis shir. Do you know why you're studying the Pirkei Ovis? Not because it's great information, it's good advice, it's culturally interesting, but because it brings you closer to Rebbeinah Shalom, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because learning a Mishnah brings you closer to your essence as a Jew, to who you are as a Jew, a believing Jew. It gives you Yerashamayim. It gives you a connection, a relationship with God. Remember, says Rebbe Loza ben Arach, who was one of the greatest of all the Tanoim, one of the greatest Talmidim of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. That's what it says. He was a Ma'ayin Hamiz Gaber. He was like a spring, a fountain. He was showering Torah wherever he went. And yet he realized that it wasn't his intellectual prowess. It wasn't his academic capabilities that turned him into who he was. Do you know what turned him into the great Rebbe Loza ben Arach? Because he was somebody who understood the Dalif Nemi Ata Omel, the Neemon Hu Bal Malachtacha, She Yeshalim Loch Sechapu Losoch. And he is to be believed, God is to be believed, that he will 
repay you for all the effort and the energy that you've put in to make sure that you can be close to him. That's what it means to be someone who studies Torah. Rabbi Loz ben Arach gives three pieces of advice, three important pieces of advice uh, to us. We're studying Torah. We're doing it right now. You're studying Torah. Make sure that you're shakud, that you're somebody who's totally devoted, immersed, involved in the study of Torah, that you're somebody who's making sure that with the knowledge that you gain from Torah and from every other source, that you'll know how to answer anybody who challenges you in terms of your faith beliefs, that you're not just an ignorant person who's in a little bubble, in a little goldfish bowl of Torah learning. And finally, remember that the reason we learn is because you need to love God your God with all your heart, with all your might, with all your resources, everything that you have, you should do it for Hashem. You should make sure that you're studying Torah because you want to have a relationship with God, not just because you want information, not just because you want to be able to impress others with what you know, but because privately you and God have this relationship where you know the thing that he gave to us to know, that he gave to us so that we can be better people and that we can fulfill our mission, his mission for us in this world. That is the purpose of studying the Torah and that is the message of Rebbe Lozab and Aruch. And with this, we'll leave it here. Thank you so much. Thank you.